Hello friends, thank you for joining in to our second episode on Supply Chain Insights. Here we decode all the supply chain issues for you to help you take all the necessary actions and make your supply chain efficient and transparent. Today we will be talking a little more on product traceability and what is in there for a consumer. To discuss on this, today we have with us Mr. Ravi Mathur. Mr. Mathur is spearheading GS1 India, the global supply chain standards organization in India from past 25 years. GS1 develops traceability solution in collaboration with the industry. Its traceability solutions are implemented by thousands of SMEs and global companies across product categories, enabling compliance with various local and international regulatory requirements. Let us understand from the man himself. So, sir, what do you think is product traceability? Traceability is the ability to know the origin or the source of a product or its ingredients right through its journey uh, from its origin to the point of its sale or consumption. At every point in that uh, journey, you have multiple trading partners uh, who receive the product, who process it and make it ready for its consumption. In that finished product, you have several components, raw materials and ingredients which go into it, which could be provided by different suppliers, not just within a country or a city, but from across the world. So traceability is the ability to trace each of these elements from across the world down to the finished product to the point where it's been sold. And so why do you think traceability is important uh, for today's businesses? Traceability is important from several perspectives, particularly if you look at it from a consumer angle. Uh, there is a proliferation of products today uh, which have claims of uh, their authenticity or in terms of sustainable sources, uh, etc those claims need to be audited and validated and verified. And the way to do that is to be able to do it through uh, tracing uh, the product right from its origin. Are you saying that it's kind of a validation of advertising claims that uh, brand owners make? Yes, it is uh, important also to validate the claims. So uh, yes, it definitely helps there. Uh, but there are several other uh, aspects to traceability as well. Uh, particularly when you're looking at goods which are perishable, and that could include uh, from food items to medicines, to just about anything which has a shelf life or which has a life which needs to be managed and monitored. Uh, traceability plays a very big role in being able to identify uh, the products from the date of manufacture or the best before date or the expiry date. It can be ensured that the products being made available to consumers, let's say on retail shelves, are well within those dates and therefore are safe for consumption. The same thing of course applies 
not just to food items and to pharmaceuticals, but this could even apply for industrial products. Because there again, you have products which, uh, for example, need to be revalidated for safety after a few years. For example, LPG cylinders need to be, uh, that needs to be done, uh, recertification for their safety after, let's say, seven years. Now there again, you need a system to be able to trace uh, when was the last certification done. So from these perspectives, traceability is also extremely important. For managing expiries and for managing the uh, certification dates, do we really need a complicated system like traceability because these dates are generally printed on the packages or on the cylinders? So this is where what we talked about that uh, you cannot just go by claims on a product label or by a brand owner, you need that to be supported by traceability mm -hmm. so that there is a means to be able to validate and verify what has been claimed. But isn't that the traceability information also comes from a brand owner? If the manufacturer claims are under a suspect, then, then so is the traceability data. Uh, since the product uh, travels through multiple supply chain trading partners, so while the traceability data has to originate from the brand owner, but because it's passing through several hands in its journey down to the consumer, there is a responsibility of each of the trading partner to also uh, uh, provide uh, information on its, uh, as to when they receive it, when it's taken into storage or when it's uh, dispatched onwards. It's only when uh, each one systematically captures that information and makes it available that you have a traceability system uh, right from the source up to the final point of sale or consumption. But who can verify these claims? Can consumer do that or is it up for the retailer to do it? Normally the consumer cannot uh, verify uh, the complete audit trail because that's not a data which is available to consumers. That data is available for the trade. For example, the retailer or any other supply chain trading partner would, would have access to that information as well as the brand owner. And they could be responsible for uh, providing visibility to that data. From a consumer standpoint, what he can do is what we call spot authentication. He's in a position that if he has a product in his hand, as an example, he could just scan the barcode on the product and through that be able to access information which is printed on it and information which has come from trusted source like say the brand owner. So from that, at least he'll get to know whether the product originated from the owner as what is claimed but he may not have the traceability audit trail. That is something which requires an application or a system uh, where this data can be systematically captured and stored through each of the trading partners. But that information can be, would be available to the, uh, uh, to the trade. And it is for them to determine that the product at the end is authentic, is being sold where it is meant to be sold um, and that uh, there is uh, nowhere has the supply chain been compromised 
and therefore they are sure that uh, if there are any counterfeits, there's a good chance that they would be detected before they land in the hands of a consumer and cause any damage or injury. So that's interesting. Here you have uh, touched upon two, three aspects of it. One is uh, consumers can do spot authentication, but how can they do that? So as an, as an example, there are applications today and uh, at GS1 India, there is an app uh, which has been developed by us called the Smart Consumer App, which uh, just using the mobile phone and uh, downloading this app uh, from Apple or from Android, all that you have to do is scan the barcode on the product and the consumer gets uh, access to trusted information which has been provided directly by the brand owner and they're in a position to therefore authenticate. So as an example, if there is a serial number on a product and that product is only destined to be sold from, a, let's say, a particular outlet, uh, as for example, that's been done in several states within India for liquor trade, which is a controlled item. So through that, even a consumer is in a position to verify prior to purchase that, for example, the liquor that he's purchasing uh, is uh, authorized to be sold from that particular outlet or not. Uh, are you hinting at traceability is successful or that spot authentication is successful only in controlled trade? No. It can be used uh, elsewhere as well. Um, I said it from a serialization perspective. Uh, wherever there's serialization which has been done. And, you know, this has also been done for exports of pharmaceutical medicines and could be done for some of the other uh, areas as well. But otherwise, outside spot authentication, track and trace is something which is uh, the trade can do and through that protect the consumer. So as an example, you could do it for medical implants, you could do it for medicines, and uh, what is also important is that uh, once you build a good robust uh, traceability system in your supply chain, you provide it with the ability to also recall a product should it be discovered that it's causing any injury or damage or somehow. And you could recall it by batch, you could recall it through serial number, etc. Because then information about how much of that product or which batches, offending batches are available in what quantities where in the supply chain. So it becomes extremely easy to sound recalls either by the brand owner himself or it could be by the government or a regulator as well. Has it been done anywhere in the world? Yes, of course. Uh, as a matter of fact, product recalls do happen at a global level. and. Actually, that is why standards are important, because if product recalls must take place on a global basis, you need a uniform way by which the products are identified. You need a uniform way and a structured manner in which data is captured and shared with the trading partners across the world. Can you help us? with some example where uh, standards has been used in the traceability system to do effective and targeted recalls? Several areas. So I would start with uh, food in particular. And uh, when food alerts are sounded across the world by the regulators, 
or even the brand owners, they use the unique product identification code called the Global Trade Identification Number, the GTIN or the 13-digit product code, which you see on all the products. That is used for sounding global recalls. But that and is like a, a number for all the products in the world. So we don't know which, uh, which product out of all these to be recalled through that number because that 13 the number The GTIN. number would link uh, to its product description and many, many other... Uh, um, many no, other true. attributes of the product as well and then they would know uh, through a number and of course the other thing which is done is also a product image so it's a combination of the product identification number a product image and some other attributes like its description we have a very effective way to be able to recall a product on a global basis but you know 13 digit code is kind of same for all the batches and for all the products across the world so it has to be done along with the batch number once the brand owner determines that a particular batch is the one which is uh, uh, causing some problems okay. then he identifies both the identification code of the product as well as the offending batches and with the combination of this information, you are in a position to effect a recall. Perfect. And also you've mentioned about traceability audit trail. How does that help and who does it help? The audit trail tells you that uh, what, which product, in which quantity, of which batch number, etc. Uh, when did it move from one location to another location? And so, so you're able to do a complete uh, one step forward, uh, one step up and one step down traceability, which means who did you get the product from and who did you uh, send the product onwards to. Mm -hmm. And if everyone in the uh, supply chain does this, every trading partner does that, then you are able to build effectively a traceability right from end to end. Mm -hmm. And how does this help? How does having the end-to-end -end so change? So if you have to recall, yeah. if you have to recall, then you need to know where are the offending batches and in which quantity and which product is uh, is available at which point and at which location and with which trading partner. So this is only possible if you uh, if you do it so in this way, like one step up and one step down model of traceability helps in recall and I mean primarily the brand owner who is responsible for recalling the product. Not just uh, recall, all other aspects, even if you're doing counterfeit detection, etc. If you find that your supply chain has been compromised, one step up and one step down would enable you to uh, know if at any point the supply chain was compromised. Right. And are there any particular uh, product segments or product categories that require traceability more than the others? Like I said, anything which has, uh, in the first instance, uh, anything which is perishable. Mm -hmm. That means all food, the food items. Food and pharmaceuticals, etc. Mm -hmm. um, they would be top of the list. Mm -hmm. But having said that, uh, just about every product has a life, even if it's an industrial product. Mm -hmm. So from that perspective, there is a inbuilt need for traceability for everything. 
but in all that uh, you know we talked about recall we talked about counterfeit detection so this is all uh, it's all a business benefit of a traceability but how a consumer gets benefited out of it at the end of it it's meant for the consumer if you are ensuring that a product uh, is only sold within its uh, well within its best before date and its expiry date and if you are uh, ensuring that uh, there is a means for immediately recalling a product should there be a problem all these are actually benefits but for the consumer but can the consumer know if it's happening uh, for the products that we are buying or if it's not happening you don't need to know that you don't need to know that because mm -hmm. what a consumer would do is that if he faces a problem with the product he goes to the point from where he purchased it and reports the problem mm -hmm. it is then for the uh, the trade to determine to in, to investigate and to take action to stop its sale or take whatever other action is required uh, so that that product uh, is stopped from further distribution or consumption so at the end we just have a, a feedback or or complaint mechanism i mean through which we can no at the end of it uh, there is action which is happening by the whole trade and if there is intervention by the government then the whole action is happening which ultimately is benefiting the consumer anything that you would like to add here well i think consumer awareness and consumers uh, should be uh, uh, they need to exercise more care and access more information exercise more care by uh, finding out more about the product through different sources and buying it only from places which are known to be uh, reliable or from websites or portals which are known to be reliable thank you sir that was great talking to you and uh, i think you have uh, helped us really answer all the questions we had so thank, thank you. you a lot thank you very much thank you